Time travel. Is it real? Will it be real? And if it's invented in the future, does that mean it's real now? Are there people from the future living amongst us? Or is it just something we can dream about in the movies, like Avengers Endgame or Back to the Future? Join us this week, because where we're going, we don't need any roads. Cheeky Tales. That's more of an alien sound, but you get what I'm up to. It's more of like a... Um, X-Files. Yeah, it was X-Files or... No, it's the... Um, what's uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's more like that, yeah. yeah. What's behind the scary door? That's the Futurama version. Anyway, you're back, John. Yeah, I'm back, eh, boy? You're back. You're I'm, back, boy. I am not quite pox-free. Oh, I'm pox-free. Well, but. I'm glad that you didn't say that properly. <laughs> I am pox-free, but I still have some... Yeah. Scabby so, scabs. So you do want to tell people that you had chicken pox? Because yeah, I, I kind of intentionally left it left it last week, last fortnight. I'm pretty sure. I thought you said it. Nah, I just said you had I did something. Li- I did listen to the episode. It's a great episode. Thanks for mm. filling in, Sean. Very interesting about one of our, like you said, national icons. Mm. Um, which Kelly is the bastard. Strange to, yeah, he is yeah. a strange icon that we have. Yeah. No, I did. I was out with chicken pox. All of my kids got chicken pox. And being that I never got it as a kid. 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 Being as I kid. never got it as a kid, I uh, also come down with the chicken yeah. box. Down with the sickness. Uh, I, I, I think I was actually quite lucky. I didn't get it too bad. I've heard of adults getting it quite severe. Mm. Uh, probably the worst was for me is I did have a few in the back of my throat, and that Gross. was quite painful for a couple of days. Well, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back and telling my story. Yeah. So welcome back to Cheeky Tales. Uh, I am your host, Aaron. This is... My other host, John. I realised that we probably should do an introduction. We've just kind of been basing the fact that people listen week to week. Yeah, that's true. We should do yeah. it nearly every week. That's a fair point. Anyway, so that'll be a thing, and I'll do it much less awkward next time, I'm sure. But it's, I almost said space travel. That's my thing. No, it's, it's time, time travel. travel. Yeah. I love time travel. I love it in movies and uh, forms of media. It's probably one of my favourite, like, I guess, what tropes yeah. that they use. I find that quite often... It's not handled in a way that makes any sense, but no, yeah, no. I remember one of the first time travel like things I did was um was a video game Prince of Persia, mm. Sands of Time, uh, and its sequel Warrior Within. The Warrior Within was not received very well, but they, they did a time travel in that because the whole thing about the Sands of Times it's about time travel. Yeah, they did it really well. Um, there was a big twist halfway through the game, and uh, yeah, kind of really really got into time travel then. Yeah, I think I think most people associate time travel at their first experience with like seeing time travel mm. portrayed is in uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yes, mm. and it's that is the inspiration for this episode. Actually, mm. uh, I wanted to cover it because actually, uh, Back to the Future is probably one of my most favorite movies. Yeah, the first one and the, the whole trilogy. They are good movies. It's it's pretty much one movie, the whole trilogy, and it. Because it, yeah. it immediately backs onto each other. Does two immediately back? Does three immediately back onto two? Yes, and two yeah. immediately backs onto yeah. one. So yeah, it would be one of my most favourite movies ever. Uh, and it was actually released in Australia. I have to clarify that mm-hmm. in Australia on August fifteenth, nineteen eighty five. So that is thirty seven years ago tomorrow or yesterday. Thirty seven. Yeah, thirty seven. Yeah, when this when this comes out, so this will come out on the sixteenth. So. Happy anniversary to the franchise. I need to double check that. I did look that up. And yeah, you don't want to make a mistake like when I said- Now I'm 
the wrong anniversary date for our own podcast. <laughs> the 20th, not the 22nd. So yes, this comes out on the 16th, so it was yesterday. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's why I kind of want to cover it. It kind of matches up nicely. Uh, and it also was nicely that I happened to be out for a week. To- yeah, <laughs> to line it up. <laughs> to line it up for me, yeah. Because yeah. I think you said to me, hey, can you can you get Sean to get an episode ready? And yeah. then like the next day you're like, oh yeah, and I have pox. So I've got chicken pox. <laughs> I got come. Oh, I got the pox. So um I'd also probably argue that Back to the Future gave us one of the most iconic ever movie vehicles. Yeah, that uh, hoverboard. The train? Are you talking about the Jeep that he drove at one point? It was a like a Hilux actually. Was it? Have you have you, have you seen Back to the Future? Yeah. Okay. Sure it was a black Hilux. Yeah, I don't know. No, Is boy, it the skateboard? The DeLorean. Oh, there was a DeLorean in that film? Mm. Hmm. You know, it's one of the rare occasions that I've actually seen a movie that you're referencing. Well, you say that. Nice. You say that because I think I'm about to start a new podcast game. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Has Aaron <laughs> seen it? <laughs> yeah. Because I've got a list of movies here that use time <laughs> okay. travel as a trope. All right. I can already so, tell it's going to be like 80% no. Yeah. So, it's time travel in movies, like I said before, yeah. it's quite popular. Yeah. Um. So... Let's see. Has Aaron seen it? Okay. Avengers Endgame. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I haven't. You haven't seen no. the biggest movie. No. In the last. In why would you? Why are you surprised? Why are you surprised? The reason I put that one first is because I thought it was going to be a yes. No. You haven't seen Endgame, John. What do I not love? Superhero movies. But you've seen superhero movies recently. I've seen some of them. Yeah. My- all right, go to the next That's one. Just completely go to the next me. one. Looper. Looper. Uh, yeah, I have seen that one. Yes. That was, um, I'm trying to think of who it was, Neil. I can't remember who's in that. Bruce Willis and- Yes, I have seen Looper. Yes, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Men in Black 3. Yes. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. <laughs> I knew that was going to be This is going well. The Butterfly Effect. Uh, no. Terminator. Uh, no. The whole series really deals no. with time travel. Actually haven't watched them. This one, I'm going to guess is a yes. Austin Powers. Yeah, I've watched Austin Powers. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Yeah, baby. Uh, no, actually. I was say, I'm like, you've seen Groundhog Day? <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No. We've got a couple of romance. How many of these have you put down? Oh, a couple. I haven't put, listed all of them. A couple? We're already at like 10. Yeah, well, I'm not, I haven't been counting either. Are you about 50-50 at the moment? About that, yeah. So we've got a couple of romance movies. Yep. Kate and Leopold. No. The Lake House. No. Okay. They are time travel movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some personal and, and a personal favourite of mine. Okay. Uh, it was actually the oldest one on the list. The Final Countdown. No. Okay. Do you want to have a stab at what that movie the is The Final about? Countdown. Mm. I'm guessing it's like he's about to die or she's about to die. And they're like, oh, let's go back in time and re- find my true love. Uh, no. Mm. It is a story about a modern day aircraft carrier uh, hits a storm and it's thrown back in time to the day before the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Ah, oh, so they know it's coming. They know it's coming and they've got right. modern aircraft jets and stuff. And oh, jeez. Yeah, so yeah, it's okay. like, do we stop this? Or it, yeah. It's a personal favourite. So it hits all our- oh, I kind of want to see that now. It hits all our tropes. Yeah, World War II. World War Boats, II. Boats, planes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I can't- Why have we not seen this movie? I've seen it. Have you? Yeah. I oh. just said it's a personal favourite of mine. Did you? Yes. Oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> and I can't mention time travel without- uh, mentioning probably the most iconic series of all time featuring time travel, Doctor Who. Yeah, that that show is pretty much all time travel. Yes. Yeah. It's a great show. I've seen a couple of seasons of it, never been a Whovian, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. It is probably 
the greatest low-budget TV I'm show ever. A hundred percent shocked that you didn't say Hot Tub Time Machine. Like I said, I didn't mention all of them, mm. but that is look, Futurama. I I just stayed with movies because I know you don't watch movies. I know you watch <laughs> Futurama, and I know you've seen TV shows. Yes. So there was other there was other ones there. Black mm. Knight, Hot Tub Time Machine. There's yep. other ones. I left them out. I went for I tried to get a fifty fifty. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, so let's have a look now at some people who claim to be real time travelers. Yeah. And what they say is going to be in our future. Okay. I'm sure it's all totally logical stuff. Yeah. So these are these are people who claim to have traveled back from the future mm-hmm. and they're giving a list of warnings of what's to come. Right. So the first guy, a TikTok user by the name of That One Time Traveler, super original. Yeah. Claimed in December of last year that some major events were going to happen. Mm-hmm. So like this first guy I've gone with things that may that should have already happened and and didn't. And didn't. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> That's a shock. Uh, so, yeah, so being on this side of his date so we can see if he was telling the truth or not and if he's a loony or yeah. an actual time traveler. He claimed to his 1.2 million followers that on December 20th, 2021, that eight humans would receive superpowers from the energy waves of the sun. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's a thing that can happen. Is the superpower radiation poisoning? Because <laughs> that could happen. He didn't say what superpowers. He just said eight people would receive now, oh, okay. We, so I guess we can't, right. we can't deny that those people didn't receive it. They might still be trained. Yeah. Or- <laughs> and also, it doesn't, like, he didn't specify what the superpower would be. It could That's just true. be a super heightened sense of touch. Yeah, right. Okay. You wouldn't really notice that, would you? No. He also claims <laughs> that on December 25th, so Christmas Day yep. last year, mm-hmm. something big would happen that would shock the world and change human lives forever. Okay. Didn't Again, didn't I- say exactly what. That's... Like, direct quote. I appreciate how vague that is. Mm-hmm. He also said that this big day mm-hmm. would be remembered for centuries to come. Fair yeah. To, yeah, fair to say that didn't happen. No. I do, I do, I have to appreciate the hustle of just making a very vague claim mm. so that if anything happened, <laughs> happened. It be like, that was me. That was it. That was me. That's what I was yep. referring to. Referred to that. <laughs> he also claims that in 2027, Sweden, Norway, and the UK, sorry, he also claims that in 2027, Sweden, Norway, the UK, and Finland will unite to create a massive powerhouse, and other smaller countries would be inspired to join them. Isn't that just the... NATO? Isn't that just NATO? I don't know. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> that already existed, champ. Oh, okay. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> also saying in 2024, so what's that, two years away, 35,000-year-old mm-hmm. bunker will be discovered in Argentina. Bunker? Bunker. Okay. In Argentina. Yep. Uh, And it is supposed to hold many secrets inside, such as ancient times, technology, hidden codes, and more. Okay. Hidden codes to what? I don't know. That's literally all he said. So a 35,000-year-old bunker with codes. This is frustratingly vague. Yeah. We get into some specific ones now. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's something to look forward to this Saturday, the 20th. He says, this Saturday, the 20th. Of August. August, 2022. He claims the sky will turn green for five hours. Okay. The reason? A nearby planet, which is full of green rocks, will explode. Uh, all right. I, you know, I'm, so, I'm rooting for that one. So look forward, look forward to- You know, let's just point out the fact that the sky is not blue because of space. Mm. So the sky is blue because of our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how that's going to work, mm. but I'm, for I'm f- here to see it. For five hours, we're going to have green sky. All right. Well, I'm- if I make it through, I make it through and I'll see it. 
And the last claim yep. uh, was for this year's NBA final. Oh, okay. What did, when did he claim? Was it like two seconds to go before the end of the last game? Or No, no. This was all December last year he made these claims. Oh, okay. All um, right. Yeah. Or, 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 or like a little bit earlier than December because right. he was saying stuff was going to. I think it was about October. Yeah. Anyway, he said that the Lakers would beat the Brooklyn Nets in game seven. Right. And I believe the NBA finals have already taken place. Yes. And the Celtics lost to the Miami Heat. Uh, website said Golden State. Celtics, you're right. Yeah, Celtics you're right. lost to Golden State yeah, yeah, yeah. in Game you're Six. Right. Yeah. So bubang. Yeah. So is that is that is uh, that one time traveler? Is he a time traveler boy? I'm gonna say no, unless he's just very stupid. I he just forgot all the things that happened in the future. I actually didn't ask you at the top of the episode. Are you a believer? Of time no. Travel? Okay. Fair enough. No. <laughs> time travel it couldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you do will change everything. That's my belief. Are we going to get into like conspiracy or theories of time travel? Because if it's a closed loop, no. I in in, in saying that. So when if you if you say yeah. you're saying you're going back and you change something, but if it's so a, yeah, if I it's a closed loop, you going back and doing that has already happened, so nothing's actually changing. Yeah. So, well, there's two ways of looking at the it, right? theory of time travel can get pretty mind bending. Well, no, there's two simple ways to think of it. Mm-hmm. Right. There is one when you go back, you're creating a parallel universe Mm -hmm. so now you have gone back you create a second universe that is parallel and then can have its own thing Mm -hmm. right there is also the you go back to the same universe and whatever you do affects your timeline too Mm -hmm. so if you that's what happens in the harry potter universe is that when they go back whatever they do affects their own time like what they have experienced has happened because of time travel yes that's the closed loop i'm talking about yes yes yeah that's the back to the future Yes. Time travel as well. The multiverse. No, because in Back to the Future, he's looking at the the picture and the kids are disappearing. Yeah, but they, then he saves it and saves the kids at the end of it. Yes. So it's but a the, bit of both. The Back to the Future is not... Back to the Future is not either of those. Mm, okay. Back yeah. to the Future is the same universe, but not the same outcome. Yeah, it's okay. very strange and impossible, but... You know, it, it can be a bit fun to speculate sure. how it works. Okay, so we've got another... Supposed time traveler. Okay, is that this that other? No, no, this is a new person. It, no, I mean, is their TikTok handle that other one tri- time traveler? <laughs> no, um, he his name is Car Car High Leonard. Car High Leonard. Yeah, K A W H I. How do you want to pronounce that? K A W H I. Kawaii. Kawaii. Kawaii Leonard. Also known as the Hidden God One. Okay. He made some predictions early this year around May. The hidden god one. The first was to happen in July. It's just really good at hide and seek. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly the biggest earthquake to ever hit the US would split the country in two. Oh, it didn't happen. No. Mm. You know the best place to hide in hide and seek? Clothes hamper. Huh? I was going to say right behind where the person's counting because they they just run (laughs) off. (laughs) Another date, August 9th. Yeah. Which was when I was actually writing the script, or part of it, was meant to see over 2 million people mysteriously disappear. Okay, that didn't happen. Oh, unless, you know, the deep state got them. We wouldn't even know, would we? Potentially, it potentially could have happened. We might not have yeah, heard wake up, sheeple. <laughs> uh, and then a new creature called Stalkers would emerge on October 3rd. Yeah, I don't want that. That doesn't sound good. No, it didn't sound good. So let's look forward to that in October. Isn't the idea of the game Stalker? That those things are stalkers? I don't know. I've never played it. Don't worry. Move on. Okay. I thought you were the stalker in Chernobyl. I thought that was the point of it. I don't know. 
I'll have to give it a go. Anyway, continue. Another time traveler whom had 14 million views on their video claims that a very popular musician will come out on September 16th and admit he'd faked his own death. Oh. Didn't say what? Elvis. (laughs) Michael Jackson, Elvis. Kurt Cobain. Um, The guy from The Doors. The guy from In Excess. (laughs) Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I mean, it'd be tough for him to fake it, but (laughs) anyway, go on. Yeah, so that's that's just- Also didn't happen? Oh, no, that's the future, isn't it? September September 16th, yep. All right. Man, I can't wait for- um, Michael Jackson to come back? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I can wait for that one. Elvis. Uh, we just had the movie come out. True. Now maybe yeah. thought, now is my time to come back. Like my brand's on, my brand's hot. Yeah, time to come, come back. Time to come back. <laughs> the Very ultimate brilliant. comeback. I didn't die on that toilet. <laughs> Fat so, Elvis. So there are a few predictions. No, he's gotten in shape over the last couple of years. Okay, so it's just, so just old, ripped, old, buff Elvis. <laughs> Elvis is one of those blokes you see at the beach that's just like uncomfortably ripped, but also how, like eighty. How old would he be now? How old would Elvis know. be now? How old would, let's, let's how old would Elvis be? When just was he born? White head, the cool white beard, just ripped. So he's actually one of the members of ZZ Top. <laughs> Elvis birthday. Oh, whoa, 1935. 8th of January, so 1935. Yeah. Oh, right, 87, 88. 87. So, oh, there's a chance. Yeah. All right. Well, you he heard might, it here second. He Elvis might, is coming back. He might come back for two or three years. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm Elvis. So there's there's lots of predictions online from people claiming what's to come. Uh, It'd be actually, fun, actually. Actually, very few people describing like where they're from, though. A lot of people coming yeah, back saying, this is what's going to happen, this is what's going to yeah. happen. Not so much describing where they're coming from. There was one or two that I've seen. I think there was a lady. She had a photo of like a destroyed city and a robot that was okay. meant to be hunting her or something like that. Another bloke had a photo of... LA that was like under hundreds of meters of water or something saying that the ice caps had He had a photo of it. Yeah, the both these people had photos. Right. Claiming this is where they've come from. No, actually the lady with the robot photo said she'd gone into the future with her cell phone, <laughs> taken the yep. photo and then come back because okay. the people took she, one photo. Yeah, the people she was with didn't realise they had a camera like, camera on their phone because apparently that doesn't exist in the future or something. So she took one photo? Yeah. The whole time she was in the future. Well, maybe she was only showing one photo. Okay. Destroyed city. You got to pay a little bit for the rest. Yeah. Destroyed cities, robots, very Terminator ish. Terminator. Yeah. Terminator ish. All right. Cool. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So that's people claiming to be time travelers. Yeah. Actually, there was one other story of a bloke who claimed to come back from 2036 Mm -hmm. and he needed like an IBM computer from like the late 80s, 90s. Why would he not go back to the 80s, 90s? He got stuck in like 2012 or something. He accidentally got stuck there. He was trying to get an IBM computer to take it back to the future because they had an algorithm that only an old computer could work out. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, anyway so that's people claiming to be time okay. travelers. <laughs> uh, this is what I was hoping from you, boy. Just complete confusion and just what are people thinking? I'm just not all about this dumb stuff. No. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you uh, two stories from people who may have accidentally time-travelled. Okay. They just tripped and fell into the future? Uh, or the past? Yeah, pretty much. So we've got uh, the man from Torred. I think I've heard of this one. Mm. In 1954, a man trying to get through customs at Hania Airport in Tokyo, Japan, had a bit of trouble with the customs agent. I have heard of this one, yeah. He wasn't there because he forgot to declare something on his customs forms, but because he claimed to be from a country that didn't exist. Mm. 
and he had a passport with stamps all over it, like a legitimate passport from this country called Tored. He claimed, I, I just, yeah, anyway, uh, this passport that he was hold, holding from Tored, he claimed it, uh, the country was between Spain and France. When customs officials pulled out a map and asked him if he meant Andorra, he became very angry. And he said, yes, the location was right, but Tored ex- had existed for at least a thousand years and he'd never heard of Andorra. Thousand years. Mm-hmm. So he's at least a thousand and one years in the future. Possibly, yeah. Wouldn't he notice that the technology was different? Don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Anyway, he was given a hotel room for the night. Well, mm-hmm. well, maybe like customs technology hasn't advanced in a thousand years. I don't know. <laughs> Planes and customs <laughs> and airports, all exactly the same. Possibly. Could be. He was given a hotel room for the night where police tried to figure out what was happening. Yeah. Even though there were armed guards posted outside his room, the man had vanished by the next morning. His passport, which had been stored in the security office at the airport, was also gone. Officials never figure out the mystery of the man from Torred. What sort of sources are there for this? Are they reputable? Or is it conspirocrank.org? No, it's not conspirocrank.org. It's, it's <laughs> websites you probably wouldn't go to, but <laughs> it's websites you Google time travelers and you just get... Yeah, birds aren't time, real. Yeah, yeah time, timetravelers.com or something like that. Okay. I, should, I should actually wrote down the um, websites. So I can tell you. Oh, I love stuff like this. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. Yeah. The Faselli's time slip. The year was 1901 and a pair of friends, 55-year-old Anne Mobley and 38-year-old Eleanor Jourdain, were on holidays in France. Mm-hmm. They were both teachers at St. Hugh's College in Oxford. Mobley was in fact the principal there and Jourdain would become her successor 14 years later. There's a reason why I mentioned their background. With a Badeker's tourist guidebook in hand, the two set out to see the vast palace of Versailles. Versailles was the French royal home. You mean Versailles? Is, it, is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Versailles. Uh, Versailles. It's, it's spelled yeah. Versailles. Versailles. Anyway, Versailles, if that's, we'll go with your pronunciation, boy, was the French royal home until the monarchy was abolished in 1792, which was yeah. the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. And Marie Antoinette was one of the last royals to live there. She was executed in 1793. Anyway, these two friends, they turned to visit the Petit Tyrion. These French words. I know you're all up at your French accent and pronunciation. (laughs) A small chateau on the grounds given... Chateau. 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 I say chateau. Okay. Chateau. Chateau. (laughs) Your issues. A small chateau. That's the best joke. (laughs) A small chateau on the grounds given by Louis XVI to his 19-year-old wife. Marie Antoinette, mm. as a private retreat for her personal use. Mobley and Jourdain got a bit lost searching for the chateau, chateau uh, and it was during this interlude that they encountered several people in 1789 period attire. Okay. And they were also carrying out period activities. Like what? Oh, I'm assuming like a painting or, I didn't say, but they were doing what people oh, yeah. would do. Because nobody ever painted mm. in the early 1900s. Well, they also passed a handful of structures that had not existed since 1789. Okay. Their unexpected visit to 112 years in the past culminated with an encounter with Marie Antoinette herself, sketching on the grounds of her chateau. Oh, it did, did it? It was only upon being snatched out of their trance by a modern tour guide that Mobley and Jardine suddenly found themselves once again in 1901. Uh, okay. So somebody was there with them. Mm. Yeah, they had a tour guide. You know, and yeah. like I said, they went off by themselves to try and find... When was this? The, the early 1900s? 1901. Okay. So unlikely that they would pop an LSD. 
but uh, sure sounds like a bit of a drug trip. For the both of them? Yeah. Well, together they wrote a book called The Adventure, well, called An Adventure, uh, and they published it under pseudonyms just because, like, just, I guess people you say that uh, it's evidence that they weren't seeking fame or fortune because they published it under pseudonyms. Sure. They published this book under pseudonyms about their experience, and the story gained notoriety because of how grounded it seemed and because that these were two highly educated and well-respected, well-respected women, and it would appear that they wouldn't just make up a story like that. Could be also why they published it under pseudonyms, because they were such highly educated yeah. women and well-respected in they their fields. They crazy story. Correct. Yeah. But I found that was interesting because of, you know, when you look into something like this, you've got to look into people's backgrounds or who's telling the story. And yeah. If these are a principal at a college in Oxford, like... Yeah. They're not just like some crackpot. No. Hanging out around the back and of the chilies. They, both of them, seen Marie Antoinette sketching in courtyard, like, mm. and there was no, like you see, there was no big flash of lightning or a storm or anything. It was they just, just happened to be there. Yeah, there was. A, there's quite a few, um, of those kind of stories I read online of people just. I I went to go to this cafe. <laughs> um, the cafe was closed. No, the cafe <laughs> like. Left the cafe, forgot his keys there because his wife was there or something, turned around to go back and it was a bookshop or something. And then he got distracted by something and like, what, what? where's the cafe? And then turns around again and the cafe's back. And then later on they find that the bookshop hadn't, hasn't been there for 15 years or something. Mm. Kind of sounds like he just looked at the wrong shop. Possibly. <laughs> there was other ones. Hang on a minute. Was this? What? Oh, no, it was over there. There's other ones of, for example, a pilot landing at a plane strip because he had engine difficulty. And he was in like a, a biplane and he landed where these blue and yellow single wing planes were mm. and he didn't recognize them and there was like blue jump shoot pe- people and they repaired his plane and he took off. Apparently 11 or 12 years later, he came back to that airfield. At the time, at, in his time, the airfield wasn't being used. Mm. And then 12 years later, he comes back to that airfield where those planes were he recognized are now there with people in blue jumpsuit. So potentially right. traveled into the future and then back. So there's there's stories like that of people just accidentally that would kind of be fun slipping through time and space or, yeah, or through like time. You go to work, you know, hang on a minute, something's not right here. Yeah. There was there was another one of a journalist, yeah, who found himself in Berlin in I think it was the early 30s, 1930s. Okay. Terrifying time to be in Berlin. Uh, potentially uh, wasn't during the war, but then they had an experience of an air raid and being bombed. And so they took ducked for cover and whatever happened. Anyway, he was back in America 11 years later and then saw in the paper that where he was, the town he was in was bombed. bombed. And yeah. it looked very similar to what he experienced. So stuff like that. There's quite a few, like, not people making wild claims of. Yeah. Just but like s- that sort of mid ground, like, oh, you know, I experienced this thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. No, I, I chuck, I, whatever. I believe him. Cool. I, ch- I chucked a few of those stories into just to offset the wild claims. Sure. So no machines were involved. Like the people we talked about earlier were claiming that they used machines to travel through time. Yeah. These people were just like, I just happened to just, be there. Yeah. Just walked into the past. What about someone who doesn't claim to be from the future, but has made a show that has scarily predicted things? Oh, is this Matt Groening? Matt Groening. Groening, yeah. Yes, I'm talking about Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons. 
Is he a time traveller? No. I think that you've just done like how many hundreds of episodes of The Simpsons. It's inevitable that you will predict something. I literally have said that. Is he just really smart at parroting parroting current events and future events and has got lucky a handful of times out of 728 episodes? Again, I can't say I got this information from reputable websites, but it's all a bit of fun. So let's look at some examples. Let's start with the one you're probably immediately thinking of. The Donald Trump one? The Donald Trump one. Yeah, President Trump. I'm sure you've seen the side-by-side photo of the Simpsons Trumps riding down the escalator waving to supporters and the real photo, which is pretty much identical pose and framing. Yeah. The claim is that it's from a 2000s episode and that actually happened, like the episode happened in 2000 and the actual Trump down the escalator was in 2015. This one, in fact, is fake. Mm. The animation pictures were actually taken from a short video called Trumptastic Voyage, which was posted to YouTube on the 7th of July, 2015. Right. However, The Simpsons did make a joke in the 2000s episode called Bart to the Future about Trump becoming president. That's the one where Lisa becomes president. Yeah, and she says that she's inherited a massive Correct. debt from President Trump. Yeah, so that the, the Trump side-by-side one, that's actually fake. Yeah, right. Okay. But let's go on to some actual ones. Mm. Season 23, episode 22, Lisa Goes Gaga from 2012. In the episode, Lady Gaga visits Springfield and performs her songs while flying over the audience on a wire and plays the piano during her performance. Five years later, in 2017, Lady Gaga performs the halftime show at Super Super Bowl 51. Yeah. During that performance, she was lifted up over the audience from a wire and played a piano later in the show, making people believe it was a prediction from The Simpsons. Mm. Super Bowl 51. Which one was that? Was that the Falcons Patriots one? Could have been. Yeah, yeah that Super was, Bowl 51. Was that? That, was, that could have been the start of the curse. Yeah, that was the one where you killed two teams. That, that'll have to be a little bit one day. It's for, definitely going to have to come up. For, for people who are fans of NFL. Or just fans of people killing teams. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Yep, there you go. That was the Lady Gaga halftime show. That was a great halftime show. Mm-hmm. Season 10, episode 5. When You Wish Upon a Star from 1998. Homer meets with Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger. Basinger? Basinger. Basinger? Basinger. Basinger. Whatever. Whatever. And decides to work for them. He then pitches an idea for a movie during a phone call with 20th Century Fox. The next scene shows that 20th Century Fox was now owned by Disney. It's actually the 20th Century Fox logo. And then at the bottom of the logo, it's got written underneath it, a division of Walt Disney. In March of 2019, Walt Disney announced a $71, a $71 billion merger with 20th Century Fox. There you go. Ironically, you can watch all of these Simpsons episodes on Disney+. On Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, another prediction. Uh, do, you think, do you think that it was, like, prediction or just they could kind of tell? That's what I mean. Was he, was he, just, yeah. is he just very smart at, like, saying something yeah. that's going to happen in the future? or? I mean... I was going to say this at the end, but since we're talking about it now, if he is a time traveler back from the future, you wouldn't want to be making the shows like direct copies of what's happening, would you? Because it'll just give yourself away. Yeah. It'd be much more fun to do something like that and have people go, oh, Ooh. is he? Isn't Close. he? Close. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I would do it anyway. Like have, give people the little breadcrumbs to go, oh, I think he is. But then. Yeah. Because I don't think you'd want the power of being. Like, known for being from mm. the future. Because mm. people just be like, well, just tell me everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like the sports almanac. Mm-hmm. Season 21, episode 12, 
Boy Meets Curl from 2010. Homer and Marge take up curling and make the US Winter Olympics team. Just that premise is ridiculous. I know, right? They defeat Sweden and win gold. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In 2018, the US Olympic curling team won their first gold medal for curling, also defeating Sweden 10 to 7. Wow. See what I mean? Like, just yeah, that's oddly specific. Yep. Yeah. Season four, episode 21, Margin Change, Chains from 1993. This one actually gives us two. Yep. Homer orders a juicer from an international, uh, from an in- infomercial, and it gets packaged in Osaka. A ju- is this the episode where he squishes the orange against his head? And he's like, there has to be a better way. Yes, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. that's, oh, I love that moment. Yep. Are you tired of getting orange juice the old-fashioned way? <laughs> a worker sneezes into the box, which then causes oh, all yeah. of Springfield to come down with the Osaka flu. Yeah. I don't think I have to tell you what it's claiming to have predicted. Yeah. Uh, you getting chicken pox. <laughs> the other one in this episode is, as a crowd of people are requesting a cure for the illness, mm-hmm. they accidentally knock into a truck which releases a swarm of killer bees, mm. which is similar so during the COVID-19 outbreak. The killer. Oh, yeah. The bees thing. Around the end of 2020, Asian giant hornets invaded yeah. the US. And they were nicknamed by the media at the time, murder hornets. Yeah, that kind of just disappeared, didn't it? And what they, happened to that? I don't, I'm not sure. And they yeah. threatened the USB population. So for those two things to be in the same episode and then yeah. the events to happen at the same time. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Season nine, episode 19. We're now a Simpsons podcast, by the way. <laughs> The Simpsons Tide from 1998. This episode featured a scene of a United Nations meeting where the Russian member reveals that the Soviet Union was still a thing. That is one of my top 10 Simpsons moments. Yeah. That's what we wanted you to think. think. And then then following the montage of multiple countries unveiling Soviet Union flags and troops. This is claimed to be the latest, if not most tragic prediction with Russia seizing control of Crimea in 2014 and their invasion of Ukraine earlier this year. Hmm. That's something that people are just kind of forgetting about now, isn't it? Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard about it for a while. There is still an active invasion in Ukraine mm-hmm. and nobody's really talking about it. Mm-mm. Moving on. <laughs> so, sorry to say, moving on. Breaking news. There are many others, including an ad for the US government by Tom Hanks. Yep. A three-eyed fish caught in a nuclear reactor cooling river. Yep. The Matrix 4. Uh, yep. There was a Matrix 4 poster in the background of yep. FaceTime. I mean, yeah, video calling. Video calling has been predicted by everything forever. Autocorrect fails. Sure. And Homer also did a complicated equation that equaled the mass of the Higgs boson particle 14 years before the particle was discovered. That was like the actual, you look at it, the actual, there's an actual like complex equation written on the Mm. board and it equals the mass of the Higgs boson particle. Like, is it just coincidence or? Yeah, that's just coincidence. Yes, it is. Okay. Unless he was like, hey, he didn't I'm say Homer Simpson. Yeah. This is the equation that will work out the mass of a future thing. Yeah, he didn't say that. I don't think I've, I went through and actually watched a few of these episodes. Yeah, just to like, did you have a lot of fun. I did actually. Yeah, and Kirsty walked in and she's like, "Oh, that's not podcast writing." I'm like, "I'm fact checking <laughs> for four hours. <laughs> I'm not procrastinating. I'm fact checking." <laughs> and there's a. Um, a throwaway joke from 2013 when Homer appears on Fox News and at the bottom of the scroll it says, Europe puts it Greece on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I think, yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah, Greece has been in financial issues for a while now with Europe yes. having multiple fi- financial bailout, bailout programs yeah. over the last couple of years. Plus many more. Let's also remember Matt Groening's other show he made. 
Futurama. Yeah, it's one of your favourites, isn't it, boy? I love Futurama. Is that a look into our future? If he is a time traveller, is Futurama our future? No. I'm going to say no. Okay, fair enough. Although I hope so. <laughs> you want to be a floating head? I'd like a bender. Oh, you'd like a bender robot? Just mm. someone to drink with? <laughs> what is bender? Like bender is meant to be... A bending unit. A bending, like bending steel and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah but he just drinks and... Right in the name, bender. I actually started watching that a little while ago and I've fallen off it a bit, but... Um, it's so good, boy. Because I've never seen it. I love Futurama. He's also got, um, oh, what's it called on Netflix? Enchanted. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I haven't started watching that either. Pretty good. Is it looking to our past? No. <laughs> no, because it's got magic and stuff and all that in it. Yeah. It's like, it's well, all over the shop. Where does the stories of Merlin and that come from? Who knows? Yeah. They could just be parallel. Uni- he might be a universe jumper, not a time traveler. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Anyway. And the last thing I want to dive into, boy, is a legitimate Conspiracy theory. We've had some stories. We've had some fun. Ever heard of the Montauk Project? I have. Mm. Mm. Good. So for everyone who hasn't, um, I reckon it could actually be its own episode because mm. um, it involves mind control, psychic abilities, monsters, parallel universes, and of course, what we're going to look at, time travel. Mm. I haven't seen Stranger Things. Have you, you, have you seen Stranger Things? I've seen season one and two. Okay. Then you'll probably get some of the things I'm going to talk about. Is Stranger Things Dungeons and Dragons? No. That's a thing I've been seeing lately is that it's like a, like one of the th- theory that I saw about Stranger Things is that it's actually a Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, really? Yeah. They're like. I, I just said I haven't seen it, so I don't know why you're asking me. Yeah. No. Well, apparently the show is inspired by the conspiracy surrounding the Montauk Project and the Montauk experiments. Quite probable. Yeah. I oh, we'll, see that. Well, we'll get to it at the end. Like, you'll see what I mean. On the end of Long Island. In New York, in the mid-80s, these experiments were meant to have occurred. One such experiment was supposed to have opened a time tunnel to yet another US military experiment back in 1943, the Philadelphia experiment. Okay. What that was, was the US Navy tried to make one of the destroyers, the USS Eldridge, invisible by using electromagnetic field. Dope. Now, there's conjecture if it was invisibility to the eye or like naval radar and sea mines. Hmm. Apparently, they bombarded the ship with various forms of electromagnetic energy and at one point successfully made the ship radar invisible. They did it. But apparently, they'd gone too far. Allegedly, the ship did turn invisible to the naked eye and furthermore, transported through a hole in space-time to Norfolk, Virginia, 200 miles away. Okay, sure. Several minutes later, the Eldridge reappeared. And now what was found on board was, well, there's no other way to say it. It was strange. All the clocks and watches were now 10 minutes behind. Right. And some of the crew members had been fused into the bulkheads of the ship Ugh. or had rematerialized inside out. Ugh. Those who weren't were driven insane by the disorientation of what just happened or what they had just seen happen to their crewmates. Yeah, I can see why this is a conspiracy theory. Mm. Mm. Uh, pop culture reference, the USS Eldridge is actually in the background of one of the episodes of Loki. Oh, okay. Because mm. Loki's kind of... Yeah. Dived into some conspiracy. Yeah. There was, what's the old mate on the plane? DB Coops. DB Coops. He's potentially an episode. Mm. It's claimed that Loki was DB Coops. And then you had the um, arcade machine. Mm. That's a conspiracy of it was a mind control experiment back whenever. That was in one of the episodes and the Eldridge was in the background. I need to watch that. Yeah, you should. It's a good show. That is a nice photo. So how does... Mm. <laughs> Thanks, boy. Thanks to know that you're listening. So how does this tie? I'm just listening, it's just a giant TV. What do you want me to do? Yeah, I know. So yeah. how does 
Yeah, I, I can't complain. I sat here. What did yeah. I watch one night? One night were you was, was soccer, or cricket, or something? Yeah, something like that. It was a cricket. Yeah. So how does this tie into Montauk? Well, in 1984, a B-grade movie was made about the Philadelphia Experiment under the same name. There's another movie I've mentioned heaps tonight. There's another movie you can go watch if you want. Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. A 57-year-old man named Al Beck Beck saw the movie four years later in 1988 and claimed he experienced overwhelming deja vu. He then underwent new age therapies and practices, uh, I assume like hypnosis and maybe some drugs, like taking of drugs. Yeah, seems about right. New age. New age drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through that, he was able to unlock a massive store of repressed memories, not just of the Philadelphia experiment, but also the Montauk project. He suggested that the CIA had wiped his memories to maintain secrecy of the programs. Beck claimed that his real name was Edward Cameron, and he and his brother served on the Eldridge in 1943 when they were in their 20s. Now, do the math here, boy. Mm-hmm. In their 20s in 1943, but he was 57 when he saw the movie in 1988. Doesn't add up. No. He says that they were both on board the Eldridge during the experiment, and when it disappeared, it also opened a portal to the Montauk Project in 1983 and dropped the two brothers in the middle of Montauk's Camp Hero on August 12, 1983. His story then gets very conf- uh, convoluted, but in short, him and his brother end up joining the Montauk Project and helped another man develop the Montauk Share. And if you're a fan of Stranger Things... Uh, it will seem familiar because Millie Bobby Brown's character, Eleven, uses a similar device. Yeah. The Montauk chair is meant to use radio uh, electromagnetic waves to increase psychic abilities. And I don't know if that's what they do in the show, but it seems like Yeah, it. kind of. Uses the, yeah. uses the chair to open portals to- Okay. Yeah. It seems pretty clear cut that it's based on that. Then. Yeah. That's time travel. Yeah. Have I convinced you? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think I'm a bit too cynical for this <laughs> this one, boy. <sighs> where, where would you go in time if you could travel? Future. You'd go to the future? You wouldn't yeah. go back and- ah, I know about the past. Yeah, fair enough. You, like, you, there's you, probably a few things I'd want to see. You wouldn't go back but... and experience or see what actually happens? Like, you wouldn't want to go back to any of these conspiracies and go, what actually happened in 1943 to the USS Eldridge? I would 100% go back and watch Apollo 11 launch. Oh, but, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a obvious one, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I would do that for sure. But like, uh, nah, I want to see what's coming. I want to see what the future is. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. What if it's like a future you couldn't return from? Yeah. Unfortunately for the episode, um, there are quite a lot of supposed time travelers caught on photo. Yeah. Uh, or paintings. Bit hard yeah. to- You can't really do that in a- uh, No, an audio, an audio medium. No, but yeah. So when I say caught, there's like people dressed- Weirdly. Weirdly mm. for the time they're in or it looks like they're holding a touchscreen phone. Yeah. Or they've got the hand up to their ear like they're talking on a phone. Yeah. I don't know why people in like 1940 would be talking on a mobile phone because satellites and stuff wouldn't exist for no for them to talk on. But And then there's like paintings of someone holding something that looks like a phone. Mm. Like when there was no photograph technology, obviously. It's just, so there's some interesting ones out there. Um, Where would you go? Back or forward? I feel like I'd go, I'd like to go back. Yeah. I'd like to see some things. Like, it'd be interesting to see the actual, like, French Revolution. Mm. But, again, that would be, like, super dangerous. <laughs> how did they do the pyramids? Yeah, like, how they, mm. like, the actual pyramids getting built or, um, yeah, I think I have more interest in the past than the future. Mm. Uh, Star Wars was a long time ago, so going back. <laughs> the eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> It was also far, far away, but get on your bike. Yeah, space-time machine, work it out. 
Um, yeah, I think I'd, I'd rather go backward. Yeah. To see like important events. I don't know why. It was just. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, like I can understand that, but I also kind of want to see what I won't see. Go back know. to um, Glen Rowan, see how that goes down. Yeah. What actually happened. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I, I could understand the curiosity of seeing what you'd miss out on. Yeah. And like, I kind of. One thing I really enjoy. Would you want to come back then? If you go back, if you go forward, depends if go, it's better. Yeah, if it's like amazing, like oh, yeah, I'm go back see to, ya. I'm not going back. I'm going to go back to Pov 2022. See ya, suckers. <laughs> but that's sort of that's that's like the question I posed at the start. If it gets invented in the future, does that mean it's invented now? No, because we can't do it now. Yeah, but if people are traveling back to now. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's and then they're traveling now. back forward. It doesn't mean it's invented now. Okay. Anyway, um, the traditional trope of um, what's the date? It is August 13th at 5.50 p.m. Uh, John, if you and I ever have the ability to time travel. Oh, right now. Just knock on that door over there. Yeah, good one. <laughs> well, there would, you go. Wouldn't you absolutely shit yourself if, if someone actually an actual knock? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going out there. I don't want to see myself. You don't want to cause a rift in space no. time by doing a touch? Or- no, you know what? Yeah, I do, actually. I want to be the guy just that destroys the world. Destroys everything. Yeah. She fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the best bit? She'll never, she will never listen to this to know what she did. <laughs> I forgot oh. what time you already said, so yeah. that's probably why there was no knock. I've already forgot. Yeah. <laughs> five, it was 5.50. Okay, 5.50 on the 13th It doesn't of August, matter. We didn't show yeah, up. Yeah. We obviously either didn't remember or it doesn't exist. So. <laughs> oh, we're outside arguing. Do we actually yeah. want to knock on it? Is it actually 5.50? Nah. Did you say 5.50 at the podcast there? <laughs> yeah, quickly go back through it. Oh, we've missed it. Now we've got to oh, go. Oh, get back in the meal. Turn it back get, a second. Get, oh. get back in the door. We're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's out. <laughs> well, what was that sound before? Yeah, what was that sound before? Maybe yeah. that was us trying to communicate. Anyway, it was a bit of fun. Have a look at alleged time travel. Mm, that on, was fun. On the anniversary I, of- It was another one of those episodes that me, is me just like, whatever, yeah. no, <laughs> shut up. I think that's becoming a cheeky towels trope. <laughs> <laughs> me telling you, you just go, no. Yeah, nah, don't care. Not believing it. Yeah, good one. Um, good tell, boy. Glad we waited. Thanks. Thanks. Have you got an idea for your next episode? Um, I've got a few. Yeah. yeah. I um I'll pick one. I I've I come up with one just the other day mm. uh, for my next episode. I'll see. I guess I'll see what yours is going to be. I don't want to do a double up. Um, mm. been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Okay, and in that is one Blackbeard. Oh yeah, and I've thought well, I've never ever yeah. thought of actually doing. I think his name's Edward. No, not Edward Thatch. It's Thatch. Yeah, Captain Thatch. So, real person. Okay. Might, might do a story yeah. him. It's going to hit our tropes. It's going to be back in the days. It's going to be on a ship. It's a biography. So I was thinking of doing the bounty. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, I might push mine out a few weeks yeah. then. <laughs> Boats again. There you go. So next week, maybe the bounty. And then in a few weeks' time, Captain Blackbeard. Mm. Well, there you go. All right. Well, good, good tale this week, boy. Um, do you want to give us a quick pun at the end since there was none at the start? It's funny because it's time travel, so it's like I did it at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you can't think of one, I've got one for you. Yeah, go on. Fire up the flux capacitor. All right. Not really a pun. No, not really. More referential. Yeah. Um, Maybe the pun is that you're doing it at the end. Sure. Okay. Let's go with that. And then cut it to the start of the episode. (laughs) All right. Well, um, if you enjoyed this. You're not actually going to do one. No, I can't think of one. If I think of one, I'll come with it. 
If you liked this episode, or even if you didn't, jump on uh, at Cheeky Tales Pod on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or all three. And um, yeah, we'll have some extra content there, I'm sure. John might put some photos up. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll get some photos um, of mm. something. Um, please make sure that you subscribe so that you can get this straight into your podcasting inbox. Uh, and also share us around with your friends. It'd be nice to get more people listening in. Um, and thank you to our new listeners. We've had a few people. I've noticed uh, some new likes on the on the Facebook page. Yep, been appreciating that. Uh, thank you for the for the listens. Uh, thank you for the shares. And thank you for everyone who's told people about us. Uh, we're slowly growing. We've been doing it for a year. We we love doing it, uh, and we we're definitely going to continue. Yeah, uh, but we'd like to share it with more people and chuck us some suggestions for stories. Yep, really love not having to come up with one. Maybe one that doesn't involve a ship. Oh, ships ahoy. <laughs> yeah. Ships ahoy. Yeah. All the ship stories you can think of. Yep. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. We will see you in a fortnight. Good night. Goodbye. I love saying good night. <laughs>